Hey, y'all, Marty. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. We are here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about myths. Are they real? Are they real? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what makes them a myth. (laughs) Right? But, yeah, so true. (laughs) We're going to talk about a lot of myths today, but I want to um, first discuss the latest news that has been circling around my uh, social media. Okay. And that is, uh, there's an otter in Santa Cruz, California, Mm -hmm. bullying some surfers. What? He's been bullying them? Mm Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, so he he or she has been... (laughs) Uh, going after their surfboards and biting the surfboards. Really? And yeah, not like, and trying to steal it, I think. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is so weird and funny. Yeah. And uh, I read that um, the the wildlife people have been trying to capture the otter, but the otter's been too fast for them no way yeah what are they gonna do with him if they capture him um i would assume give him a stern talking to take him to monterey aquarium no give him a good uh home the thing is but that is his home and technically the surfers are the ones who are like invading his home they don't belong they don't live there yeah yeah you know yeah um I didn't read any comments or anything, but I thought it was like a like a cute news story. Yeah. But I'm not sure if if it's the opposite of like, oh, this is actually like something serious and like watch out, you know. But I'm just right. thinking like I don't know. I don't know how dangerous an otter is. Yeah, that's a that's pretty funny. Pretty interesting. Um I feel like I was going to say something about about otters, but aren't they pretty small? Yeah. I mean, we've seen otters. Yeah. They They're could, like... Could they steal a surfboard? Yeah, I guess they could. Yeah, I think so. That is very funny. Um, but yeah, I do want to know, like, what's going to happen, like, if they do catch him. But that's just hilarious. He's just, like, being a public menace. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. My de- my initial inclination is to think, like, he shouldn't be taken away. I, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah. they're, they're going to try to capture it. And I don't know. Now, I will say that you kind of missed an opportunity here. To say utterly adorable? No. Oh. To call this uh, Critter Talks. Oh, throwback. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Well, <laughs> I forgot the. Well, we missed the intro, but we could have the outro. So okay, sure. Are we are we done talking about credit talks? Yeah, but put the outro here. What? Here we go. Okay, have you heard of threads? Like needle threads. <laughs> No, it's a new social media platform, kind of. Oh. Instagram threads. Wait, it's on, it's on Instagram? 
Yeah, I guess so. What do you mean you guess so? <laughs> so like, it's, is it on the app? I don't know if it's a separate app. I think it's a separate app, maybe. Oh, um, is it kind of like Boomerang? Boomerang. Like you get no. download the app, but it's within Instagram. Oh, I, I think don't Instagram know. Instagram bought Boomerang. I don't know, but I think I'm not sure whether it's within the Instagram app itself or if it's another app that was created by Instagram. But it's basically Instagram trying to be Twitter. Oh, that's cool. I like that. You do? Yeah, I've been always wanting to uh, <laughs> join Twitter. I mean, I I technically have an account because yeah, I, same. I had to, I think, for something. Really? Yeah, I had to create an account. And, and then I just followed one person, I think, <laughs> right now, so far. But anyway... Um, yeah, I've never gotten into Twitter either. I would like to, but I, I feel like joining Twitter now is just too late. Yeah, I feel the same. But uh, I don't know. I always picture Twitter being like this platform for older people. Oh, uh, that's Facebook. <laughs> oh, really? Facebook is for older people. Oh. Well, okay. So Help. what I've seen of threads so far is that it's like... Here's what probably happened, and I'm just thinking of this now. You know how people will take a tweet and they'll share it to like their Instagram story? Oh, no, but yeah. Well, I think that Instagram probably saw that and they were like, hey, instead of promoting Twitter, we should have our own thing like that that we can use. And so uh, the way that I've seen threads is people will post their thread onto their Instagram story and it looks just the same as a tweet. Basically it's, you know, it's just text with like your username, Mm -hmm. but then in the background, it's like this, uh, it looks like the branding for like an athleisure clothing line. It's like black and white and it's all these, um, sort of swirling like ribbons in black and white. Yeah. And it just says like threads, 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 threads. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. So that's the background and then on in the foreground it's like the the um the tweet, but it's not a tweet, it's a thread. And so um this is new? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna get on it before it's it gets too old. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Like this is this conversation is going very differently than I expected it to. Oh, you want me to complain about it? I no, Make I don't. It funny. I don't want you to. I thought that that's what you were going to do. I thought you were going to be like, seriously, we don't need another copycat social media platform. Like we already have Twitter. Blah, 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 blah. Listen. <laughs> yeah. I, I. Like I said, I I, I want to. I wanted to be part of Twitter, and I think like it's too late to really. Like, be active there. And so this is the social media you've been waiting for. Yeah, in a way. And yeah, interesting. But question. What? What? I'm a, I think I know the answer to this, but what do you do on Thread? Is it Thread or Threads? Threads. With an S or a Z? <laughs> the S, I hope. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What do you do? I don't know. I assume... I haven't seen it except for just people, like, posting their, like... I assume that that's not all it is. It's just the thing that we see on Instagram stories. I assume that there's like a separate, like, you know, interface or whatever. Like a Discord? 
or like Reddit, it's just like he posts something and then that it's similar to a Facebook or, or Instagram. Like, here's my post. So here's, here's one, my thought about whatever. Here's one, uh, not complaint. What's the word? Criticism I have of it. What do you call a... Is it a joke? No. <laughs> what do you call a... Uh, a... Sarsaparilla. <laughs> Stop. One specific, like... Um, Oh, my brain, I can't think of words. One line of conversation on Reddit. One line? Oh, um, a, a thread. Is it a thread? Isn't it called, aren't they called Reddit threads? Oh, yeah, there's this Reddit thread about blah, blah, blah. Platform, page, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're. Co- I'm pretty sure that they're the called thread? threads. Oh, I guess so. So that's one criticism I have is like, I feel like they could have come up with a more unique uh, name. Yeah, and making it plural threads. You think it should just be thread? Yeah, like just own the name. But you might get sued, I guess. Well, you can't, I, you know? No, I don't think that's why. But I think it's. I think it was brilliant in a way because it sounds like something that's always existed. Like, oh yeah, on threads. It's not like, you know, they, they named it like Zoinko. Zoinko. (laughs) You know, like some (laughs) weird, um, like trying too hard, trendy name. Yeah. But I just feel like in a way it seems like, oh yeah, doesn't this already kind of exist? (sighs) Oh, Interesting. That's my take, but I don't know. I haven't tried it out, so. Well, um, all that to say, you could follow us now on Threads. No! Don't make that promise. Do not make that promise. I'm going to name and claim it, uh, and hopefully the Polythos is not taking yet, so. I think that it's based off of your (sighs) Instagram username, which ours is the Polythos. Oh, yeah. It was okay. on Twitter that we couldn't get the name, remember? Yes. So true. So now follow us on Threads. Oh, boy. I really don't want you to be making this promise. Okay. You can follow me on Threads. Okay. We don't, we don't even post on Instagram hardly <laughs> at all. You can follow me and I'll follow Savannah. How about that? Okay, whatever. Moving on. Moving on. So I, I want to... Um, last week, we started a new segment. So let's just cue that new intro. What was that about? I'm really proud of that uh, jingle. Are you proud of me saying, what was that about? Yeah, Yeah, so welcome to (laughs) this new segment that we started last week. So we're going to finish it. We have two other things that we said we're going to talk about this week. Mm -hmm. And I titled them because I I wrote it down. I don't want to forget. One of them is called Neighbor Rice. And I think you know what, what <laughs> I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So you want to uh, deliver the story? Well, our front door is very thin. How we, thin is we've it? We've discovered. It's so thin um, that you can definitely hear every word of a conversation if somebody's standing outside the front door. Yeah. Like every word, crystal clear. Um, so one day, the neighbors were... Um, walking, we're like walking home and they were outside the door and I heard, 
um, one of them say, and that is why, or no, not and that is why. She, she just basically said something about like, I will never eat brown rice. Yeah. And I was like, what a claim. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Like, who hurt you? Who hurt you? Brown rice. Why not white white rice? Why did it have to be brown rice? I don't know. I think it was brown rice. Now I'm like thinking I'm not sure if I have the details correct, but it was something along those lines. Oh my gosh. Brown rice is good. Brown rice is good. Yeah, if you kind of like lay out all the rice, brown rice is one of the better one options for you. <laughs> you know, I wonder if this is me speculating what was that about. Yeah. And I wonder if it was like a nutritional thing of like, oh, brown rice is not actually that much better for you than white rice. So if you like white rice better, then you might as well eat it. Mm, yeah. It's not that, it does taste different for sure. Oh, for sure. And it tastes more greeny. Definitely. And I think, I think it's a little hard to, um, it's not like a sponge compared to the other rice where it when you put like a sauce or over it the, over the, the the rice it kind of absorbs oh, it yeah. with brown rice it's really hard so true so yeah i think that's maybe why yeah i don't know but it, it was funny it but, was funny but not as crazy as this next one okay this one i called it um hospital steak so, oh yeah go ahead okay so Recently, we were at the hospital, and um, there was this group of people. They seemed to be all from the same family. Uh, maybe like three or four people were there. And um, this was in the emergency room. And they were kind of like done. Whoever had needed to be seen was had already been seen. They were like waiting to kind of check out with like the reception area. Mm-hmm. And um, we were kind of walking over into that area, and I, we were sitting down talking to the receptionist and I just hear one of those, one of the people in that family say, I don't think any of us are ever going to eat steak again. Yeah. <laughs> those two uh, overheard things are actually pretty similar about something that they're never going to eat. So true. But this one. <laughs> but that one, I, I, that one more than, more than maybe any of the, uh, of the ones we've talked about so far. I really wanted to know what what was that about? Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, why? Because obviously they're in the emergency room. Something because traumatic the happened. Because they ate. So what? What happened? Did somebody choke on it? Was it, like, food poisoning? I want to like, say... Did somebody slip on a piece of steak, fall and hit their head? Like, I don't know, but... um, So, I think... I assume it was, like, two moms. And, and then, like, there was, like, a, two kids. One... I thought it was like the 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 patient. She was maybe like I don't know, thirteen or whatever. Um, they all seemed fine. Like they were not like they, they didn't look like they were in pain or anything yeah. when we saw them. And yeah, we were there for about like maybe forty minutes and stuff. And so they were around, and we never really heard them complain or anything. Um, they were kind of just chill and yeah, and uh, yeah, they were kind of checking out. Um, and about to leave and uh, that's when uh, when they said that about the steak and so i don't know i just I, I my first thought was like oh food poisoning or something yeah but i didn't see anyone kind of ill mm-hmm. so 
like what was that about like i, I really want to know i really like, want to know what happened what kind of steak would you eat it who cooked it where you know where was this like what happened yeah well that is it that's all i got so that's good let's uh wrap this up and uh let's get to the nitty-gritty get to the nitty-gritty or get down to the nitty-gritty oh sorry let's get down to the nitty-gritty okay and let's talk about some myths okay and okay so we thought about this a while ago when we uh, came across this youtube channel that is called uh, inside insider oh my goodness <laughs> insider science or something something like that oh my gosh uh, insider anyway. science sounds right it's something along those lines um i wrote, i'll put it in the description yeah so there's um i wrote down the the title of the the videos if you if anyone is interested in like watching the whole thing and stuff. yeah so um i have four videos that i saw and so that with within those videos there's a lot of myths and um they all they're, they're different topics and different topics and stuff um so let's get down to the first one mm -hmm. yeah okay so just a tiny bit of background and then we should get into it but we kind of got hooked on these videos like four months ago or something four or five months ago we were watching a bunch of them and it's just very fascinating it's like the format of um these videos is just like no nonsense. It's like you have these two professionals sitting in front of the camera and they have these myths written on paper and they just explain to you like why this very common myth about this topic is not true. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, and so everything I'm going to like mention, like the, the statement is, is myth obviously. Yeah. Um, and so they they talk about why. Yes. And so um, the first topic, um, the video is called Pediatricians Debunk 16 Myths About Raising Kids. So since we're, since you're kind of presenting this to me, yeah. just to talk about like format here, um, how about we, you kind of go through them and I'll tell you whether I knew that was a myth or if I believed it. Okay. And then we can just, you know, some of them we'll probably not really discuss and some of them we will discuss. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, I, I wrote down the myth and then some some of the stuff they said okay. about those things. Um, and obviously the, the, the things that I'm mentioning are the things I found interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, we're not going through everyone. No, 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 no. So this one, um, the first one, uh, I think it was like the very first thing they they get down to it is it's about um hitting okay or slapping okay so the myth is a slap on the bottom never hurt anyone mm, yes i knew that was a myth yeah i've talked about that on <laughs> this podcast yeah we we have talked about it for sure mm -hmm. and so um two things that i thought that were pretty interesting about this is that um by hitting it teaches them to hide their bad behavior mm. uh and that the slapping it eventually over time it increases as the parent realizes like that that method doesn't work oh interesting yeah i never really thought about that that aspect of it yeah and so you get more frustrated and so that's like increasing the slapping hmm yeah that's, yeah that's very interesting yeah, and so i appreciate you referring to it as 
hitting and slapping and not just spanking because I think that using using a different word for it minimizes what it actually is, which is just hitting your child. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Um... Okay, uh, it's better to shield children from loss. So this one was really mm. interesting. Very interesting, yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I I think that I would assume that this one is a little bit nuanced, but it does make sense, and I think that it's important to like talk to your child about a loss in like an age appropriate way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was really, really interesting. Um, I recently thought about um, Miguel as he gets older, and I'm just uh, kind of imagining like our talks we're gonna have about loss. Mm. And but for me, it was very um, kind of dramatic and um, very um, impactful when I first heard about like the concept of death mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that we're all going to die. Yeah. And there was tremendous fear and there wasn't any support. It was more like, here's a fact and deal with it. Mm. And so I would want Miguel to learn about, about death early on. Mm-hmm. And, um, especially if we're going to have pets and stuff like yeah. that's going to be something that I would want Miguel to understand like this was going to happen mm-hmm. for, instead of like, you know, sticking with the, the common story of like, oh, the the dog, the pet went went to the farm and stuff, yeah. right? And so, the um, pediatricians talk about that, about like, um, um, let's not uh, leave it up to the kids' fantasy and like uh, give them hope of like, oh, they're 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 gonna see that dog again. Oh, yeah. But instead, like realizing like that um, the. Um, they could be re- resilient through um, understanding the uh, loss and that they could gain that support and love from the parent. Mm. Um, so I think it was really good. Um, so I, I just wanted to mention it here. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think in general, like, telling your child the truth is a pretty good, uh, like, practice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sit with Miguel and uh, talk about the antelope eating the grass and we become grass. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go full Lion King on it. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the circle. I can just picture you. <laughs> Let me play you a song. Uh, yeah. The story's gonna take about like an hour. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Number three children should come first. So I'm not sure if you really understand this concept, but it's about like, <laughs> you know. I assume we're referring to like. As opposed to, like, the marriage. No, no, no. Well, just, like, the whole, like, you know, um, I'm taking care of my child first. Oh, and like, like over, over everything, yourself. Over life, over everything, yeah. Interesting, so, okay. Um. So, yeah, I thought this was, like, an interesting myth, but it was cool that they talked about it and saying, like, hey, yeah. like, you gotta, like, take care of yourself, and um, your children also need to learn that, like, you could have self-care, Mm. And that's really important. Interesting. Versus like yeah. you always like being there and like, you know, putting them first and all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what are your thoughts? Well, I think, again, I feel like this one's a little nuanced. But yeah, I guess if you're saying children should always come first, then yeah, I could see how that's a myth. 
Um, I, I think that parenting does require a lot of uh, sacrifice in certain areas of like mm -hmm. being able to not put your needs first sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times, I of would course. say. Um, and re recognizing that your child does have, especially like very young children, have a lot of needs and making yeah. sure that like you are meeting those. But yes, at the same time, I think that it is okay and good to also make sure that you are like taking care of yourself. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I probably mostly agree. But I do think that that idea of like, oh, self-care is really important can also be taken too far and can be used as an excuse to like diminish your child's need. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, the way I see it is like, um, you know, we got to step aside to like refresh ourselves. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, like that's going to be unfair to you and to the child if you're always kind of like on the go yeah and because eventually you're gonna like something's gonna give and like you might um have a meltdown or something mm -hmm. like you just like might shut down um you know through with all that fatigue and stuff so you really i, I really think it's good to like understand like that we all need self-care. Yeah. I think that a lot of it has to do also with um, mm -hmm. consistency or like the, the big picture. I remember when we were reading that book about like how to talk so little kids will listen. I think that she talked about um, like you're making deposits. Was that from that book? Oh. But like you're making deposits into your child's like security and like attachment to you. Um, yeah. And it's sort of like you all the times that you are like responding and meeting their needs and like showing up for them, the times when you don't do it perfectly, when you do make a mistake or also just the times where you're kind of like, okay, I actually need to just step away for a second. Like those things are going to be okay. And your child's going to be okay because they know that big picture, like you are there for them and they can yeah. trust you. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's kind of the difference of like, if every single time your child is like crying because they need you, you're like, oh, I can't deal with this. Then obviously that's not okay. Right. Right. That's, I think that's kind of where, what I was thinking in my mind of oh. like, yeah, you can't, but you also can't always just right. put your, your own feelings first of like, oh, this is overwhelming. So I'm just gonna um, not deal with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For Does sure. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> parents shouldn't fight in front of their own children. Mm. This was really good. That's a hot topic, actually. Is it really? I th I've been hearing a lot of people talk about this. Like, yeah, you should... Um, like, it is okay to for your kids to hear you disagree or, you know, have arguments. And it's also mm -hmm. important for them to see you, like, work through it and, like, make up. For sure, yeah. Th that's what they said. Like it's you. Um, it's cool to model how you resolve conflict. They said, "Don't like take it to the room, mm. you know, and, and leave the kid to wonder. Like, okay, well, what's going oh, on? Oh, I see. But um, it, it's cool to to model. I stand by that. Yeah, I think that's going to really be a great example. Um, because obviously, there's always going to be. 
we, we feel all the emotions, good and bad and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. it's cool for the kid to, to see that. Yeah. How you deal with, with everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's good. And I, I don't, I don't know if this is really true, but I heard somebody saying that like, oh, I knew somebody who her parents never fought in front of her, like ever, like they would never have a disagreement, never like have any kind of, you know, anything in front of the kids. And then when she like grew up and was like married or like in a serious relationship or whatever, um, and she had like a huge fight with her spouse, she thought like, oh, this is it. Like we're going to have to get a divorce or whatever, because she didn't know that that was like completely normal and healthy in a relationship. Wow. Yeah. That that is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad you shared that. And I want to backtrack here and, um, re, um, what's the word? Reiterate. No. Um, redact. Oh, the, 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 that I said, like, there's good and bad, like, feelings or emotions and stuff. Like, I think, like, I don't want to label, like, feeling angry or sad or uh, annoyed as bad. Mm-hmm. Because it isn't bad. It's just, it's an emotion. Just a feeling, yeah. Yeah, so. All feelings are welcome, but not all behaviors are tolerated. Exactly. Yeah. Children need protection 24-7 because the world is a dangerous place. Mm. Mm-hmm. What? No, I'm I'm just oh. uh, <laughs> like you were trying to call me out. On no, something. no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, they said that children, um, the ch- children need to know how to um, be independent and uh, learn to be to protect th- themselves. Yeah, you know, obviously, we're the parents not always going to be there. Um, and I think it's cool. It's a good, good thing that they mentioned, um, especially for pa- parents like helicopter parents. Mm-hmm. Parents that are always with a kid. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good for the parent to know that, like, yeah, your children need needs to um, develop independence. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely. I think that's good. It, like, And I think it can be hard, and, um, but I know that it, that is very important. Yeah. All right, two more here. We're okay. almost done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll end up parenting like your parents. So... They said there's yes or no and no um, answer to this myth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to mention this, this is not like a whoa, like it's a crazy myth, but it's yeah. just um, I think it's obvious, mm-hmm. right? It's like they mentioned, yeah, you might parent like you your your par- how your parents parented you, mm-hmm. um, but it just depends. Like you might have had a crazy childhood. Uh, you didn't, you know, the parents did some stuff that was not okay. So you're definitely going to uh, not apply that. Mm-hmm. Or that, like, you had some parents that they loved, like, how they did certain stuff. So you're going to apply that. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention it to, to have Yeah, it that's a powerful here. thing for people to hear. Because you're not, like, just destined to become the, the same way that your parents were. Yeah, and I I've been learning learning that my parents are not like you know, like perfect. Mm-hmm. And and we were talking about that and just like our parents and our childhood and stuff and stuff that they've done um and that they're doing now and and all that stuff so it's like we have talked about like yeah, like I didn't like this or uh I like this a lot and um 
you know, so. Yeah, yes, definitely. And it's hard for me to think about how, like, I know that Miguel will have those things um, to say about us one day. Yeah. And it's, I think that it's, because this is a conversation that a lot of people, I think, have a lot more openly now of, like, being able to recognize, oh, yeah, these are the things that weren't as great about my childhood and it impacted me in this way. Um, I would just hope that as parents, like, that we can be aware of those things and then also, like, be open to, you know, listening to our child, whether that's when he's, like, five mm-hmm. or when he's 15. Yeah. And try to really listen to what he's saying. And that doesn't mean that he's always going to be right and we're going to be like, oh, okay, I'll stop telling you to clean your room. Yeah. You know, but, like being willing to listen and to like get that feedback you know for sure yeah but it is hard like i'll be honest i don't like thinking about the fact that like he's gonna have things to say about me of like oh i'm this way because my mom did this Mm, (laughs) you know yeah like that is scary to think about (laughs) yeah yeah uh that's very interesting i think it's um i think there's a reason why like when you go to therapy that some stuff like a certain percentage of your issues come from your childhood slash your parents. Oh yeah, totally. I just started, uh, with a new therapist and. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't going to mention that you. Yeah. And during, (laughs) during the first session, that was like basically the first thing she asked, asked was like, tell me about your childhood. And I was like, Oh, this is just like I've seen in the movies. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me, where do I start? Chapter one. 1992. It was a Wednesday. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, that, I think that's that's a big thing to yeah. to think about, and yeah, it's hard as a parent to realize like, oh, the stuff we're doing, it's like it's gonna it's shaping our mm-hmm. child, and there's gonna be some good and bad. But I think that that's just how how things are, and obviously we we're always gonna try to do the best thing that we can. Yes, for sure, and I I think that I, we will hopefully just use that uh thought and that feeling as like motivation and also realizing that there is going to be stuff and we can just laugh about like oh yeah i'm sure he's gonna talk about this in therapy one day but (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah my parents uh had this podcast and they kept calling miguel (laughs) yeah and and i don't know why they just didn't call me by my real name i thought my name was miguel yeah everybody on the street was referring to me as miguel (laughs) no (laughs) It's so weird. I don't know who Miguel is. <laughs> Am I him? Is he me? <laughs> um, that's funny. The last one here I have is parenting comes naturally. It comes naturally, baby, baby. You know that's that a myth? Yeah, Selena Gomez. Yeah. That's a myth? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I would have said that that's true. In a way. Oh, I, I think I've heard something like this in my walks of life here. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm glad that they talked about that. And obviously, it's a myth. And I mean, they, they said, I think it's somewhat a myth in some ways. I, I mean, I guess you could say, like, yeah, genetically, biologically, there's some stuff that comes naturally. Yeah, I, I would say but, there's quite a few things. But, but the. Their approaches, like, 
you as a parent and as the adult, you're growing and developing um, the sa- at the same time as your baby is. Right. Like, the baby was born, and, and, and thus, like, you became the father and mother um, around the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Um, so you two are like learning together. Yeah. So uh, I, I do like that approach and mentality. Oh and, yeah. And it kind of like removes. I think this ended with this, and by saying like, you know, just leaving in a positive note and saying like, just like yeah, there's gonna be some mistakes you do and all that stuff, but like, you know, at the end of the day, you are the person that knows your baby the most and like will love them and, and all that stuff. And so like, keep doing what you're doing. And I think, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's good to consider this as a myth because that relieves a ton of pressure from a lot of people saying like, well, yeah, like, no, this is like innate. And like, this is something that will come naturally to you. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're messing up, it's like, what am I doing wrong? I thought I was supposed to like, be that mom and dad like that I've seen people talk about. Yeah. So that's my stance. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a little more hesitant to be like, oh, yeah, I agree. But I do think it's a there is an aspect of it that is a skill to be developed, like many different skills to be developed within yeah. parenthood. But I also think that there is an aspect of it that does come naturally. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Some stuff. <laughs> but overall, I think it's not natural. I no, I disagree. Okay, that's okay. Big time, actually. That's okay. It's not a moral <laughs> thing or ethic ethical thing for me. It's it's all good. Okay. Alrighty, well, uh, let's move on to... I think that was the biggest um, uh, myth topic. Okay. The next ones are more chill. Okay. Um, this one's about pilots. Yeah, you told me that we could talk about pilots, and this is very interesting. Okay. Well, um... I'm curious to know with these, like, if there's things that I believed. It was about, like, flying and stuff. So, it's the, the video is called Pilots Debunk 11 Myths Flying Myths. Oh, I think it was, like, a dash flying myths anyway oh okay so um i was like i clicked on it because i was like i want them to talk about uh, like i hope that they talk about the whole airplane mode and they never did putting your phone on airplane yeah i just like uh, i could just find the answer like within a couple minutes and but i haven't really googled it and stuff but um i think i do know the answer to why we set our phones on airplane mode when we are flying. But I want them to talk about this. Yeah, it's a very bizarre thing because it's like, it's all just, it's treated like it's a really big deal, but then it's all just like on the honor system and you know that not everybody is doing it. Yeah. So it it's just very weird. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, they didn't talk about that. So if anyone out there was like hoping that, um, we were going to talk about that today. We, we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> there's no way for us to talk about it. No. So um, so there's these two pilots to talk about all this stuff. So okay. the first myth is bad turbulence can crash your plane. So first off, do you know what turbulence is? What's kind of the uh, definition? Turbulence. Turbulence. 
Turbulence. Turbulence. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the definition? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not the one who's giving a the information. Sudden airflow. Sudden airflow. A sudden airflow? Uh huh. Or I think, you know what? I, mean, I must have missed a word. A sudden change of airflow. There we go. Okay. Turbulence. Hmm. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm relieved <laughs> because we have endured some bad turbulence. Yeah. Um, and it's scary. Mm-hmm. You, sometimes you feel that drop. Like yeah, at a roller coaster, it is scary. Like, oh boy, but uh, it's a myth. It does. It can't crash your plane. And they talk about all this like science stuff and like how the planes are built and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it has stuff on the wings that like it's you know allows them not for the plane not to crash. Anyway, so well, that's good to know. Yeah, for sure. And so the pl- pilots know ahead of time. They try to avoid turbulence, but it's kind of like. Sometimes, you know, you're going to go through it. Yeah. But they, they, they know it's ahead and they, oh, okay. they're going to approach it and stuff. So. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's comforting. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Lightning can bring down a plane. Another scary uh, thought. It's a myth. Oh, really? Yes. Can lightning strike a plane? I would assume so. Um, I would assume so, but they, they said uh, they have this, these things on the plane that is a static discharge that would prevent a lightning to bring down a plane. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also good to know. Exactly, right? Fun stuff. <laughs> Auto. This is more kind of like another boring, you know, not that interesting, it's a little more boring. That's but fine. Autopilot flies a plane for the pilots. It's a myth, which I guess might be comforting for you as like the, <laughs> the uh, attendee, what? What are you, passenger? passenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, um, pilots are, would, are the ones that monitor the autopilot. So you, okay. you need, still need the pilot to yeah. monitor. So. I think I mostly knew that, I think. Really? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, last one. Staying awake through a flight will cure jet lag. There's a myth. Did you know that? I've never heard that. Like, I've never heard someone suggest that. Mm. And it doesn't make sense. So yeah, I can make see it make sense. why it would be a myth. Yeah. So um, two things here. It's a, they said that you will go through, like, you just have to go through the process. Yeah. So there's no way to cure it or anything. Yeah. Here's one thing that um, an overlap from another video. It's about sleep. Another debunk mm-hmm. uh, video. Um, they mentioned in that their video of um, a way to help with the jet lag. Okay. So I want to mention it here. Um, uh, a sleep expert said that prior bef- prior to your to your big trip, that it's like a, you know has a different time zone and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Have like four or five days before the the trip, like. Um, dedicate those t- that that time to to acclimate to like that new time. So oh. try to have that routine of like going to sleep at that new time time um, zone. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. So okay, a hot take about jet lag. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I find it a little weird that we have like a whole name for this phenomenon and that. 
I mean, having a word for it is fine, but I feel like the way that people talk about it, it's like they talk about it as if it's like a an illness. Like they talk about it as if it's like nausea. Like I'm still experiencing nausea from oh. whatever. Like it's oh, I'm still experiencing jet lag. Yeah. Like you're just tired. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And it makes sense why you're tired. Yeah. If you travel to a different time zone. And I get the whole like it's hard to adjust your body back to like whatever time. And I understand it. I'm not yeah. saying that like you're not experiencing these real <laughs> like this this thing. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. There's something weird about the way that people talk about it. It's like, oh yeah, you mean you're tired because you're in a different time zone? Yeah. And you're not used to going to sleep and waking up at those times. Like, I don't know. It seems like we talk about it like it's this mysterious thing of like, yeah. oh, when is this jet lag going to go away? It's like, when you adjust to your sleep schedule. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I think I've heard that it takes about like a few days for you to get used to it. Yeah. So that's why the, the sleep expert says like, take four, four or five days before the trip to actually like practice that yeah so then you'll be a pro <laughs> yeah yeah but i hear you uh i think that a lot of people are they treat it as like this dramatic thing yeah but i mean i've been there many of times and um i've complained about it complained about i've complained about it but i'm not saying people can't complain about it i just it's just the way that it's talked about it seems like it seems like there's something more to it than there actually is. What do you mean? Like, I feel like people talk about it as as, as if it's like this kind of mysterious, like illness thing. Oh, but it's it's yeah. like no, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know exactly what's happening and why it's happening. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I hear you. If anybody else feels this way, let me know. And uh, threads. <laughs> Thread us. <laughs> thread us. Thread up. Thread up, man. Hashtag thread up. Um, what, why next... are you giving them free advertising? Anyway, uh, next up is the sleep one. So, sleep experts debunk 13 more sleep myths. So, apparently, there was another sleep myth video. Okay. So this one was interesting. I've seen this one before a while back, and I rewatched it for this uh, podcast episode. And um, I'm, you know, I, I'm interested in sleep. Like we all sleep, so I was like, "Hey, let's <laughs> let's talk about this. We can't relate to this." Okay. Um, and um, have I said this on the podcast? I, I don't think I have. I haven't made, made it public. I don't think so. But I have sleep apnea. Uh, you may have talked about this, but I'm you not know sure. what? I forgot. <laughs> so I forgetfulness it. it's a symptom of sleep apnea so true whoa whoa whoa, whoa. so true uh <laughs> but no um i have it and um you know i'm dealing with it i have i'm treating it and all that stuff so yeah i have jet lag so <laughs> nice <laughs> nice so i was confused <laughs> No, because I couldn't understand the joke. I understood, understood it, but that you were the you were the one that delivered the joke. I was like, you normally don't bring a joke. You're back. saying I'm not funny? No, you are funny. That was a funny joke. It's just the the 
it was just very uh, left field. <laughs> yeah, I know how to so, make a joke, okay? So it was just funny. Thank you. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> you don't have to act so shocked. But wow, yeah, so I have sleep apnea, you joke. have jet, jet lag. It's, it's <laughs> all the same. Have, we all have our problems. Yes, I understand. You understand my, my, my struggle then? Yeah, totally. Okay, good. Anyway, so the first myth here is it's better to be a morning person than a, than a night owl. Oh, thank goodness. Somebody's finally saying this. Yeah. And they talked about like, hey. Stop like, the dramatization of... Uh, like the yeah. romantic romanticization of being a morning person. Yeah, and obviously, like the corporate, you know, Americana, like they uh, add pressure of like be- being a morning person, mm-hmm. and like you have to wake up like pretty early to be proactive. If you're if you're not up at this time, then you are wasting your t- your day. And so, mm-hmm. um, they mentioned that, and they said, "Hey, like, hey, know yourself." Like, you're either a night person or uh, um, a morning person, um, and it's okay. It is good. Either way, it does not matter. So, like, <laughs> if you're more productive at night, then that's awesome. Can we talk about, like, high schools and middle schools starting at, like, 7.30 or something oh, in the morning? Okay. It was brutal. Teenagers need... You didn't You didn't live that <laughs> life, but I did. We never really talked about that in the homeschools. <laughs> That's public school. so true. What? But teenagers need a lot of sleep. And like, yes. why are we making them get up so early in the morning? And you know, they're not going to bed at like seven o'clock like they're yeah. a toddler. Yeah. Like, why are we <laughs> making them get up so early? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. I would wake up like sometimes like 6.45, 7 to get ready. Because then breakfast, you can't forget about free breakfast at like 7.30 mm-hmm. or 7.45 before school starts. I think that there's some schools around here that at least, maybe it's not like this now, but I remember it was either the middle school or the high school that like the first period started at like 7 something. Wow. If I remember correctly, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So again, I'm telling you, like it's... It's a social thing. Like, this is a societal thing. Like, people just are saying, hey, like, morning is the best time <laughs> to do this stuff. When it's not. No, it's not. Uh, sleeping positions don't matter. Mm, yeah, I, th- I think I knew this. They do. Um, there's a thing called positional sleep apnea, which I did not know about. Mm. Um, did you, do you know? So, there's there's three positions. Yeah. Side, back stomach Mm -hmm. which one of these are is the most common than the next common and the least common oh um i would say side is the most common and then back and then stomach were you reading my notes because yes (laughs) that that is true um yeah and they they're like yeah whatever you whatever position you want to sleep on that's that's good um, but they said the key thing is that to make sure your spinal column is aligned, which I didn't know that. Okay, wait a second. So you, you said the myth is that sleep positions don't matter, but you're saying that they said it's fine to sleep in any of those positions, but you just make sure that your your spine is aligned? Yes. Oh. Yeah, so if you sleep on your back, um, they, they have like a little image and stuff, um, and... It seemed like there was like a pillow. You, you could put, place a pillow um, 
like right um under your thighs like next to your butt mm. um so then the your spinal column like it's you know yeah straight uh, straight um and then for sleeping on your side uh i forgot what the image of that was but i didn't know that that, that that's important yeah and they i don't think they really explained why <laughs> But I believe it. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, and just to be clear, if, uh, the next myth video is about coffee, and I, I don't think we're gonna have time, so <gasps> I think we'll just have to end it in the the sleep. Okay. Uh, topic here. Hitting. Oh, this is a good one for you and I for everyone. Okay. Listening. Hitting snooze will give you extra meaningful rest. Yeah, I know. So I knew this. I think I've, I've read up some articles and stuff about this that's not good to, to hit yeah, snooze. Yeah, I know. Um, and they mentioned that um, it robs you of some of the best slash valuable sleep. I guess like the la- the second part of your sleep is the most important uh, sleep. Interesting. Yeah. So hitting snooze, it's not good for you. And they said like. The key thing is to sleep as late as you can. Right. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to hit us with some uh, a couple of coffee myths, and then we'll be done. end it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um, can I mention all these myths with without any explanation of the yes. of the sleep? Yeah. Okay. No explanation. No comments. Uh, napping makes up for lack of sleep at night. Dreams only last for a few seconds. If you snore, you have sleep apnea. If you can fall asleep anywhere, any place, it means that you're a good sleeper. And more sleep is always better. False. Anyway, <laughs> so some coffee some so some coffee myths. This is from Doctors Debunk 13 Caffeine Myths. Um first one, caffeine is bad for you. False. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's yeah, some, I think I watched this video. There's some good be- benefits to mm-hmm. coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, caffeine can make make up for loss of time, which is connected to the sleep thing, right? Loss of time? Loss of sleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sleepy, I guess. Loss of time. It's funny. Oh, where Same did those thing. seconds time go? sleep. I just need to drink more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is, might be obvious for some, but not for others. It's okay. <laughs> uh caffeine doesn't have oh my gosh decaf doesn't have caffeine mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it does have caffeine yeah a the bit. fda um this it depends on the brand but uh according to the fda um decaf there's 97 percent of the caffeine removed okay so it's very little yeah so three okay. percent again it depends yeah um oh caffeine de- detoxes your body mm-hmm. i think uh i was like oh interesting the true they said the true yeah the true uh detox agent is water, water h2o yeah i remember that oh really mm-hmm. wow you have a good memory thank you uh caffeine dehydrates you false yeah i thought th- <laughs> sorry <Whoa. laughs> i thought that was interesting <laughs> yeah because that's a big myth yeah that people perpetuate all the time exactly um, you know what dehydrates you when you drink 
coffee? Like if you're drinking your coffee drink? Peeing. No, no. What? <laughs> like, what is it? Uh, like when you're drinking your coffee drink. I don't know. Uh, the sugar that's added. Like all these like. Um, oh, really? Th- yeah. All, all, yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. All these additives, sugars that are in your drink. Mm-hmm. And your frappuccino and stuff. Um, you want to be able to sleep if you have caffeine at night. False. Really? It affects person to person. and um, Oh, so some people, it will affect them. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, Interesting. Did you know that they mentioned here that they had a, that the caffeine has a five-hour molecule lifespan? So after five hours, you will have 50% of caffeine in your body. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, like, if you drink five hours before you go to sleep, it removes, like, 50% of that caffeine is gone. Interesting. I don't really get that exactly, but okay. I'll take your word for it. Well, just interesting, like, to understand, like, how long does caffeine, like, last? Yeah. But I don't get the, like, 50% part, but that's fine. I don't either. (laughs) Okay. Um, To be honest. Last one, tea is healthier than coffee. What? Sorry, the last... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just trying to move faster. <laughs> tea, tea is healthier than coffee. Mm. That is false, mm. which is good because <laughs> you know you got you, you, you got those these... pretentious tea drinkers that... out there that think they're better than you. Pretentious what? Tea drinkers. Oh yeah. What do you think? I don't said? know. Tree huggers. Tree huggers. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like, oh, tea is so much better. Yeah. False. They said no. Uh, we actually could get some. Um, Fruits and vegetables from coffee. What? Uh, we can get <laughs> fruits and vegetables from coffee. <laughs> what does that mean? What are you talking about? Um, when they, you know, like notes of coffee. Like, oh, there's like notes of like. Okay. So there's fruits and vegetables in our coffee. Like the, the coffee beans. That's making it in a way healthier for the, you know. What are you talking about? You know what? That fact wasn't for you. It was for someone someone else. (laughs) You don't need to get it. Well, okay then. (laughs) Well. Well, then that is it. So any last thoughts before we close? Um, I think, yes, I do have a couple of thoughts. My first one is that a lot of these are a little more nuanced than just like a, this is a myth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so just, you know, putting that out there that it's presented as a myth because like that makes a good video. Mm. But some of them are more like, okay, it's not completely a myth and it's also not completely true. Yeah. There's somewhere, it's somewhere in between. Okay. Um, some of them are just fully myths. Exactly. You know? I, th- I guess the one that actually surprised me the most was the whole, like, um, it's not better to be a morning person than a night owl. Yeah, that was good. You know, I know we kind of spent a little time up on our soapbox there, but, uh, yeah. I yeah. Think that's, that was nice to hear. That was good. Cool. Alrighty. Well, that is it. And as Barbara Streisand says, myths are a waste of time. They prevent progression. What? See you next, See you next time. time. Maybe.
Wow. I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Still. <laughs> Lover. <laughs> Did you hear my initial reaction was to shush you? Yeah. I literally went shh. Why? Oh, because... Well, the baby's sleeping, and that was a little loud. Okay. Lover. <laughs> <laughs>